Today is January 30th, 2023. Welcome to the Incrediburg Podcast. News, notes, and nostalgia from the Steel City. I'm your host, Brian Carruthers, reminding you that Pittsburgh is incredible every single day. So if you're stuck in traffic on Green Tree Hill or 51, this is the podcast for you. By the time I get you up to date on news around Pittsburgh, hopefully you'll be through traffic as well. Let's get started. Okay, the Super Bowl is set for two weeks from now. The Eagles taking on Kansas City. So the Super Bowl without the Steelers is always a weird thing. And as a Steeler fan, who do you root for and who do you root against? Now, first of all, I have no idea how anyone that calls themselves a Steeler-loving, Myron Cope-respecting fan could ever say that they're rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals in anything. Now, thankfully, we don't have to worry about that problem, but you really should light your Myron Cope candle and look at yourself in the mirror if you said yesterday that Joe Burrow deserved it. Okay, so now we're left with cross-state rival the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the first thing that I always look at as a Steeler fan, if we can't win the Super Bowl, is to make sure that that team cannot tie us in Super Bowl wins. In this case, I was happy the 49ers lost. So now you have a cross-state rival, the Philadelphia Eagles. But do we care that much about the Eagles? Truthfully, in Pittsburgh, do we care? I, mean, I know we hate the Flyers, but do we really care that much about the Eagles winning? And shouldn't we be rooting for the Eagles Because if Pennsylvania wins, in some regard, the Pennsylvania Steelers are also Super Bowl champions? Wow. I think that was the biggest loser sports fan sentence I've ever said. In that case, I guess the Pennsylvania Pirates were in the World Series last year? Okay, forget about that. Then you have the Chiefs. Look, they're not close to us in Super Bowl wins. They won't be on our schedule next year. They're an AFC team. I think, yes, as a Steeler fan, we're going to root for the AFC because it's not AFC North, and they're going up against a Pennsylvania team that we don't want to lose bragging rights to. So go Penguins, go Pirates, go Steelers, go Chiefs. After the AFC Championship game was over last night, there was a small fire at UPMC East Hospital in Monroeville. A patient who is on oxygen allegedly tried to light a cigarette, causing a minor fire to start in their room. It was extinguished and everything is okay and it currently is under investigation. But wow, what a commitment to cigarettes by this guy. I mean, really, I salute you and your love of ciggies. You love cigarettes. You'll blow yourself up literally for them. Now, hopefully burning down an entire hospital will make this person rethink, at least while he's on oxygen, to not do it again. And you think the commercials, I didn't choose to blow my face off, but I did choose UPM. Wait, I did choose to blow my face off. Kennywood, Sandcastle, and Idlewild are looking to hire 2,000-plus workers for this summer and will have upcoming job fairs. Don't get me wrong. I love Kennywood. I would work there just to get the free ability to watch people all day. 
But as much as I love potato patch fries, there is a negative side, right? Being on the other side of that counter, watching people make memories while you sweat through your clothes and have to cut fries or make sure Noah's Ark doesn't collapse on people. It's a lot of pressure. It can't be a great job. But you're sweaty, they're sweaty, grease fires. The other thing would be if I would accept a job at Kennywood, I would make them turn my microphone back on if I ran the rides. A few years ago, they turned that off and it was a automatic voice man saying, thank you for riding the whip. You got to bring back the people talking into the microphones. You'll get more people who want to work there. Every day you could perform for the Kennywood crowd. I'm not even sure guess your weight is allowed to speak on a microphone anymore, but the ability to get on there and scare people, welcome to Phantom's Revenge, make sure you buckle up. Oh, by the way, before you go, there might be something wrong. Oh, and you're gone. That's the best part. You got to bring personality back if you want people to take on these very sweaty summer jobs. Former Pittsburgh Steeler Ryan Shazier has announced that he has partnered to create his own medical marijuana products. They are being called Steel City Greats Ryan Shazier product line. Shazier, of course, had a career-ending spinal cord injury during a game, and he said he got educated and learned more about medical marijuana when he didn't want to turn to opioids and painkillers. Now, I salute Ryan. He's done a great thing. Now, there is a stigma on medical marijuana that he says, but the alternatives are very scary when you can see what they do to your mind and your body. I salute you, Ryan. I also want to salute you for one of the biggest stoner names of a product in the history of products. Steel City Greats Ryan Shazier product line. Wow, how many stoners were sitting around and came up with that? I mean, it sounds like you were smoking weed, getting high, what do we call this gnarly stuff, man? It's got to be epic, Ryan. You're one of the Steel City greats. You deserve it. Whoa, bro, wait. Steel City greats Ryan Shazier. That's it. It's Munch. Amazing. Well, the Steel City greats Ryan Shazier brand is initially introducing four premium strains of dry leaf flour, including Shazier number 50, Shaliv, Walking Miracle, and Speed. Which again, I salute you, Ryan. You've created something that most weed smokers are scared to death of by calling weed speed. So when someone says, do you want some speed? They really mean weed. Man, imagine sitting around the campfire explaining that one. Sheets, the gas station that has convinced you that gas station food is good is reviewing an employee role that came to light called the SMILE policy. This policy states that applicants with obvious missing, broken, or badly discolored teeth unrelated to a disability are not qualified for employment with Sheets. Okay, Sheets, maybe this is intense, but isn't this a good policy? I don't love seeing people with no teeth or missing teeth or broken teeth or badly discolored teeth. Okay, wait, the badly discolored teeth are okay if it's related to a disability, which in that case, I support it and I will donate money to that disability with badly discolored teeth. But wow, can you imagine being the manager of a sheet and you have to talk to someone about that policy?
How awkward. First of all, if it's missing or broken, it's got to be really uncomfortable to bring up the, the, the problem that you're having with your teeth. Like, how long have you not had a tooth for? That's really strange. But then also, how about the discolored teeth? Somehow you have to work into the conversation, ah, Mark, I see here that you worked at Heinz, and I see here that you went to Point Park College. Now, I also notice that you have discolored teeth. Is it because of a disability? My God, Sheets, is it even worth that job? I would quit. You're almost making people want to have a disability to compensate for the teeth. I would lie and say I had a disability just to make sure someone doesn't walk away saying, wow, this Brian Carruthers doesn't brush his teeth. I'd be mortified. Why don't they just call this the Walmart policy? Because that's what they're trying to avoid, right? Congratulations to PETA Land. The restaurant in Brookline has been ranked by Yelp as one of the top 100 U.S. restaurants of 2023, ranking number 96. It just beat out a place called the Silver Fork in Manchester, Vermont. So suck it, Silver Fork. PETA Land has your number. I'm so happy for PETA Land, but this list is a little rigged, right? How can the... Yelp people bring out a list for the best restaurants of 2023. It hasn't happened yet. What if something goes wrong? What if Taylor Swift says, don't eat lamb burgers anymore? You're instantly off that list, but you've cornered yourself, Yelp. Shame on you. Now, congrats, Peter Land, but not for the obviously good Mediterranean food, which, by the way, is undeniable. But has anyone seen the PETA conveyor belt? behind glass. It is incredible. It's a long, drawn-out machine that's making PETA 24-7, and it is awe-inspiring. I could sit there and watch the conveyor belt over and over again. So satisfying. Now, it is tied for, in my opinion, for first place with Oakmont Bakery's giant video screens of cakes being made and decorated. I think I sat there once for eight hours and watched it. That is hypnotic. Now, if only Pita Land and Oakmont Bakery could collaborate on something, man, I'll be standing by to stand by. And lastly, an analysis from a company called Smart Growth America, a nonprofit that advocates for walkable neighborhoods says that the Pittsburgh metro area ranks ninth of all major U.S. cities as most walkable. Okay, that's great news, and thank you, Smart Growth America, whatever that is. But I have to ask the Smart Growth people, have you been here? Have you seen the hills? Like, serious. We have serious hills. Like, everything is a hill. How could we be most walkable? Maybe best city to get ripped calf muscles in or best city to sweat through your clothes five minutes or less or even best city to just get an Uber and forget about it if your foot hurts. But most walkable? All right, we'll take it. Pittsburgh loves to honor itself. Any press is good press, and I'll see you at Victor's Row. If people want to walk here, I welcome it. I just won't. All right, that is the Incrediburg podcast for today, January 30th, 2023. Quick reminder, visit Incrediburg.com 
for the most unique Pittsburgh gifts that you can get any of your favorite Yinzers. Incrediburg.com. Okay, I tried to get you through traffic. If you're still stuck, I'm sorry. There must be a Pens game tonight or something. I'm Brian Carruthers. See you next time on the Incrediburg Podcast. News, notes, and nostalgia from the Steel City.